What are we even doing? The Dallas Mavericks win game five in LA. First team to win at home wins the series. Let's go. I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Great vibes now. It's great vibes. Like, great vibes, great vibes. Yeah, great vibes now. Sensational vibes. And, like, the vibes are immaculate. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Only 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me... As always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The Bro, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Uh, honestly, I had I had to like compose myself in that fourth <laughs> quarter. I was my wife had fallen asleep on the couch and I was like, I just can't do this. I was starting to get hot in the living room. I was standing up. I was just and just that whole sequence in the fourth quarter, I think it took some weeks off my life. But here we are. The Mavericks are up 3-2. And our whole thing of Mavs and six is still in play. Mavs and six still alive because of Boban. <laughs> there's, there's, because of Boban. Yeah, there's other reasons for sure, but I just wanted to hit the drop again. Uh, man, what in like what a game. Game five for the Mavericks. I'm not going to lie. I did not believe the Mavericks were going to win this game. I was ready to call it. I, I thought it was over. Like I thought that I thought in so many ways, I was like, this team's going to fall. And guess what? They proved me wrong in so many ways this team did. And I was so impressed by the way the Mavericks handled themselves in the fourth quarter and kind of really underwhelmed by the way the Clippers handled that cl- that crunch time. Ooh. In the fourth quarter, there's a lot of stuff we need to get to, but the Clippers, they handed it over to the Mavericks a couple times. Paul George, three possessions in a row in the fourth quarter, handed it over. Uh, but I, we have to start with Luka Doncic. Lu- <laughs> 42 points, 17 of 37 from the field. He took 37 That's shots. Like an Allen Iverson <laughs> Philly days. Uh, it, there. Speaking of Allen Iverson, uh, there's there's good reason that you think that it's it's Allen Iverson esque. Luka Doncic scored or assisted on 31 of the 37 field goals total field goals for the Dallas Mavericks in this game. Uh, Mavs PR tweeted out per Elias Sports, Luka Doncic is only the third player in NBA history to score or assist on 80 percent of his team's field goals in the postseason. The only other two players are. Well, really, is Iverson one of them? And. I mean, LeBron, LeBron James, Allen Iverson, and Luka Doncic are the only players in NBA history to score and assist on 80% of his team's field goals in the postseason. I have to look up, see if LeBron and, and Iverson's teams even won those games, but yeah, <laughs> that seems like it wouldn't necessarily happen, but yeah, the, the job Luka Doncic did was just, I mean, like, I mean, that's the definite, <laughs> that's the definition of like one player beating a team. Like if he as did. much as you ever want to say that that team was beat by one player, I mean this is the definition of it, right? Six made baskets, only six made baskets happened <laughs> by the Mavericks that were not Luca or not assisted by Luca. I mean this was Luca Doncic going into L.A. and saying, "Quad Leonard, Paul George, I'm gonna beat, you. I'm gonna beat you again in L.A." 
There's only 20 made field goals that he didn't score himself. <laughs> he scored 17. They scored 37 total. That's insane. Man, just, uh, 14 assists yeah. in this game. One of the things that like we've been talking about all, all series and trying to preview and all that kind of stuff is that the Clippers want to either take away Luka's ability to score or his passing, but they mostly want to take away his passing and his ability to set up other guys and get other guys involved. And guess what? They didn't do either, and they didn't do either in this game until the fourth quarter, which we'll get to in a little bit. But yeah, it was just an absolute. Luca, he's plus fifteen in this game. Again, that the Mavericks won in crunch time. Uh, four turnovers to fourteen assists, by the way. Yeah, huge, absolutely huge for Luka Doncic, and two of three from the line. So he only missed one free throw. Not gonna he only, lie, he only took three, which is nuts. Not gonna lie, I'm glad he didn't get the free throw attempts at the end. I'm glad that went to Tim when Tim got the rebound off the Batum shot. I'm glad that Josh Richardson, Richardson. was the one who got fouled. I'm glad Luca was not that. But that first quarter from Luca, I mean, that's what all time greats do. That 19 points, five and five from three. It was, I mean, we all have heard the stat line of how many teams win the series when you win game five. And, you know, after losing these last two games in Dallas that were just brutal. Most everybody, the, the whole tide had flipped, right? It went all the way back, almost more than before. It's like people didn't give Dallas a shot at this series before. Nope. And then they win the first two, and people are like, wow, man, they're going to beat the Clippers? Then they lose two, and then everybody's like, almost more than even before the series started, Mavericks are done, no shot. Yep. And for them to walk into L.A. and Luka put him on his back in the first and say, I'm going to score 19 points. Like, we just, I just watched Booker the night before torch the Lakers. Ha! <laughs> For 18 points in the first quarter, and to see Luca put up 19, it's just some big, big time basketball played by Luca tonight. And it's it wasn't. I mean, look, other players did things too, right? We have to give. We will give some credit. We'll give some credits credit to other players as well. It wasn't literally just Luca only, right? (laughs) But like Tim, Tim got to 20. But I mean, I I remember tweeting out and going into the fourth quarter, Luca had 40 and. Tim had 13. It's like, and he was the only player in double digits. <laughs> he was the only other player who finished in double digit scoring. And we've been talking about this of saying they have to have another player get get to 20 points. And he yes. barely got there and they still won. It's like this, this was the this is the definition game of a player putting a team on his back saying, I'm going to go win this game with it. We know there's a lot of a lot of things that a lot of players did in this game that made him win this game, too. But this was this is an all all timer performance from Luca. Put him on his back, bum shoulder and all. (laughs) Yeah, And there was I mean, there were tweets. You sent me a tweet by somebody. I forgot who it was. There are people out there literally on Twitter tonight saying, like, is he like staking his claim right now as the best player in the NBA by doing this against Kawhi and Paul George? It's like that dialogue is already being started. And it's like, we talk all the time as him being a top five player, but him put him in, in, in that KD LeBron. I mean, Kawhi has been in that. Kawhi has been having an incredible series. He kind of came back down the earth a little bit tonight, but it's just Luca's just in a, in a different level right now for him. Like, Luca's been playing the Clippers with Kawhi and Paul George and Batum and Morris and even Terrence Mann. I thought to play defense on him pretty well. Like they yeah, have, yeah, he did. They have options. Imagine if he was playing the Nuggets or the Blazers or like you look over to the other side of the, of the bracket on the on the East and you're like, oh, the Hawks win their first round series. Like good job for the Hawks. 
They beat the Knicks. <laughs> Imagine if Luka got to play either one of those two teams, basically. I think every single team in the Western Conference playoffs would beat the Knicks in five. Yeah, probably, yeah. Memphis, I, yeah. I think Memphis would beat them. It'd probably be a longer series, but Memphis is the only team that would probably go six or seven. It's And, that, and I'm not trying to slander the Hawks or anything. It's just, which No, no, no. Which... We, I'll, we, I'll slander we do the Hawks on occasion. All day. They're fun. They're a fun team to watch, though. I enjoy watching them. Yeah, we do on occasion slander the Hawks, but it is not this day. <laughs> it is uh, not this day. It's just, I'm just trying to point out that he has been playing against this Clippers team that's supposed to be this title contending team and has been favored in every single game this series, is favored in the series by a lot and all that. It's just been incredible. And all of Luca, every single one of Luca's playoff games have been against this Clippers team and yeah. these all world defenders. And this is it's, what four of he's played in 11 playoff games. Yeah. And now this is four of them. He scored over 40 points in the, those games <laughs> against this team. Like, what, are, what are we doing right now? This is crazy. The Mavericks now have the lead. They're up three, two. They go back to Dallas for Friday mm. game six in Dallas. Imagine the closeout in front of that crowd. I don't I'm just going to take all my stuff and say, I'm just, I might just stay in the arena. The latest I've ever left the AAC (laughs) has been around one o'clock in the morning. There might be a chance I might beat that on Friday night. If they win, we'll, I'll record the pod from the arena. It's on your phone sitting on the court. Oh, it's just going to be wild. Yeah. The vibes are immaculate. They absolutely are, Jalen Brunson. We'll get into a lot more stuff. We have to talk about um, Christoph Porzingis eventually. We'll, we'll get into him. We'll talk more about the job Luca did. Dorian Finney-Smith was absolutely incredible. We'll yeah. get into that coming up. But let's talk, talk quickly about rockauto.com. Rock Auto is an online store that has all the parts available for your car or truck. You can go get the parts for your car. Go get them. They're modeled exactly for your vehicle. Choose the make, the model, the year, all that stuff for your vehicle, and it will pull up the parts for you. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. And best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you want to spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or truck, right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you because... We send you there for a reason. We send you there because they're a family business serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. There's chain stores you can go to. There's all kinds of different things that you could go and try and find your the right part for you. But you're going to find that at rockauto.com. So go there. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. All right, Isaac Harris. Let's get into the uh, Dallas Mavericks win. I'm still kind of getting over it. Uh, who is the biggest role player for you? Who is the oh biggest role gosh. player that stepped up and played the best game for you? Uh, let's just start there, and then obviously we'll get into Porzingis' role. We'll get into the starting lineup change. We'll get into all that, but let's start with the role players that stepped up. Okay, we. I want to save. I will get to. I mean, we're basically going to go through every play for the most part that made a difference. Yeah. But I'm actually. I actually want to start on Dwight Powell. This guy has had such a weird rotation. You know, like. What would you say that he bounced back and got his bounce back, Isaac Harris? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the article you wrote for maps.com. You've been referencing guys the last couple read. of games as he hasn't played. <laughs> guys, go read that. Actually, a friend of mine, Scott, uh, I was brainstorming with him uh, for this story, and he gave me that title. And we were like joking around, and I'm like, I don't know if I'll use that title because we thought it was corny. <laughs> you texted and, it to me even before you posted yeah. it. I was like, is this corny? <laughs> 
And then maybe a little bit, but it's all right. It worked out, you know, and it it fit for where it's kind uh, of on brand for us. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But no, I just I thought his minutes were amazing. I thought his energy he had this is going to seem really dumb for some people. It's like, who cares about one rebound? But he had one rebound tonight that yes, was absolutely insane. And it just shows you the type of guy he is. He should have never even went after that basketball, but he did. And he grabbed it. And I yeah, I was just happy for him. I mean, he played 21 minutes tonight. I'm, I think it's safe to say he hasn't yeah. even played 20 minutes this entire series so far. No, total maybe? Yeah, total. That's why, like, I don't even think he's hit 20 in all three games combined or all four games before this. So, yeah, I, I thought his energy and stuff. I thought he played decent defense, too. He made it. He made a dumb decision in the fourth when Kawhi 18, passed him. 18 minutes total in the series oh, so far. okay. First so four did. games combined. So he did play more tonight, but yep. you know, it was kind of funny towards the end. I text you. It's like both the bigs on the floor for Dallas KP and Dwight at the end made two kind of boneheaded defensive decisions. KP's was just like, what, what's happening? And Dwight Kawhi gets past him and then he does this like ticky tack, just reach out and barely slap his arm and his yeah. and one. And, and, you know, he left the floor Maxi went on, but it, that shouldn't overshadow the impact he had. I, I thought he impacted the game a lot. Yeah, that huge offensive rebound you're talking about was three minutes, 15 seconds left in the third quarter. He gets the offensive rebound, kicks it back out. Tim Hardaway Jr. hits a three. The Mavericks retake the lead 76-75. That was just an absolutely huge play right there. And then uh, they got a cut. Then, then right after that was the Tim Hardaway Jr. fast break alley-oop to Luka, which was like, which kind of felt like the one where Brunson threw it up, but he way overthrew him. I can't remember what yeah. game it was. It was back in the regular season, but this one they actually connected on it. Uh, wow, it just absolutely incredible. Yeah, so Dwight Powell, he'll get a sh- he'll get a shout for sure. Well, yeah, he had the uh, second best plus minus tonight. He was a plus ten in those twenty one minutes. He had seven rebounds in that, a couple assists, three of three from oh, the third, field, third best. Uh, oh, third. What's the? Oh, yeah, yeah, Dorian. Sorry, Luca Dorian. Um, but no, I, he deserves the praise on that, and he kind of surpassed Willie. You know, Willie only had five minutes, but. And this was one of the things. Willie goes in real quick. Willie goes in the game five fouls like in in one minute. Only two of them were called. One of them on Kawhi. I was like, "How is that not a foul?" He like literally just whacked his arms and did not get called. But uh, yeah, Willie was done after that. I think I'm I'm (laughs) laughing right now. But there was a very there was a path we were going down to where I was going to be very very pissed off because the referees (laughs) were. Oh my gosh. We'll talk about Bobine in a little bit, but Willie got away with just the, I mean, he just held Kawhi's arm and he got away with it. It was hilarious, <laughs> but yeah, I love Dwight. Dwight was one of the only things that we actually got right in our predictions on, you know, yesterday's know. pod of saying, Hey, we, we think Dwight should get at least a, a few more minutes and play over Willie. And he did. Speaking of things we got wrong. Boban gets the Dallas Mavericks. Bit. Boban gets to start for the Dallas Mavericks. Shout out to Miha who tweeted us and the on the adjustment podcast and said you should play the Twin Towers and all that. And we like we gave him the the Mavrello laugh, like, <laughs> laughed him off the podcast. The Mavericks did it. I I I don't think it was the reason they won this no. game. I, Boban was minus nine in the minutes that he played, so in that lineup they not didn't necessarily get a lead there, but. Uh, it was different, and they did change it up. And it was interesting because I think Jeff Cooperstein tweeted out before the game, 
Uh, this is definitely not the J.J. Barea insert into the starting lineup in game, uh, what was it, game three or game four for the, the Mavericks in 2011. And I was like, it's actually quite the opposite, right, to do yeah. for J.J. Barea. They literally went big. But what do you think about the starting lineup change and about the, uh, that the Mavericks did? I laughed out loud when I saw it. I was like, wow. <laughs> was it like this? Uh, similar, you know, <laughs> similar to that. But I just... We thought that they would go small. I thought they would go small. I thought that's the move they yeah. should have made was to go small. And they went big, obviously, with KP and with and Boban, 7-3 and 7-4. I'm not I'm with you on the sense of it it I'm not there saying, oh, starting Boban just solved everything. Because guys, I, I texted Nick in the first quarter when we were up by like five for most of the first. And I'm like, I feel gross that we're up because <laughs> they were just missing wide open three pointers. Yeah, they were they getting were. wide open. And, and my mind was like about to explode because this is literally like the fourth highest three point shooting team of all time and the <laughs> number one this season. And like by doing that, by playing zone and big, like it's the double whammy. You're we're just gonna give the best three pointing shooting team, you know, open three pointers. And it felt like every single possession that had an open three-pointer and they were just missing them and they you know they finished the night what 14 14 of, of 38 of 38 from the field and so really it was basically two guys like reggie jackson hit six threes and marcus morris yeah. hit four and outside of that that's just four threes that some you know other people made in the game so they just they missed a lot of threes in this game and so i'm not sitting here ready to say bobon solved everything <laughs> even though i love that guy because I, I think a lot of it had to do with them missing some threes. Boban did. He allowed Luca, and he always does this. Boban allowed Luca to score some easy buckets, right? Yes. He, the little, like, Boban sets the yes, screen. Yeah. Offensively, Boban, and that's why you put Boban in there. He's a change of pace offensively. He's not going to change your defense. Like, he'll get scored on at the rim. Zubots, like, completely just destroyed him on, on a dunk uh, in, in the uh, first or second, in the first half. Luca, though. Boban sets the screen for him. Luca gets around him, and then this defender is behind him. He gets him on his back and basically like slowly walks into the lane while the defender is stuck on his back, can't get around him. And then Luca either throws up a floater, sees what everybody does around him. He'll get a pass over to Boban, all that kind of stuff. So it opened up that kind of stuff and maybe got Luca going, which I think is yeah. is obviously hugely important for this team. But and, and yeah, Boban I, I, can roll and actually like pin the defender a little bit you know yeah. that's a that's yeah. a difference that kp you know can't bring and a foul's a freaking foul when somebody gets hit in the head it's it's a foul like bobon when he gets hit in the head it doesn't matter because he's just big like that stuff just pissed me off i'm like it's like shack again i was gonna say i'm old enough to like remember the shack days okay and it felt like shack just got away with a lot of stuff you know, just like pushing people over and Beaumont just doesn't get anything. Like when they went to review, when they went to review the Terrence Van play, I'm like, oh, I'm about to come through my TV. If you're going to make this a flagrant foul, because it isn't Beaumont's fault that Terrence Mann is like, just what, four feet ball. taller than him or shorter than him. And it's like, what are we doing right now? I was just, I was, I was so pissed off in those like three minutes of the game that he was just getting hacked. Luca got hacked a few times. I'm like, what are we even doing out here right now? Like, ah, I was mad. I don't want to be mad there, next. We won. There was three or four reviews in this game that just took uh, forever, like seven real-time minutes. <laughs> We're going yes. and reviewing Gave some of Luca these. Gave Luca more rest. Rick Carlo even referenced it after the game. He said, hey, this is why you can play this many minutes, because we had these long reviews. <laughs> 
Uh, did Rick Carlisle? He didn't use his challenge, did he? I don't think so. No. He should have just used it on some like BS dumb. Just, yeah, just, dumb. just to give Luca extra breather. But yeah, it worked. Luca, by the way, forty-two minutes. It's not like he played the entire game. He got him some rest, and then all then obviously the reviews and things like that. Um, yeah, the the KP and Boban starting five. It just to play a zone against this Clippers team, like you said, they were missing wide open threes, but they only had four guys hit threes, and only four guys really took threes. Rondo missed three. One of them was an air ball that Mark Cuban got a real laugh at, which was absolutely great. I tweeted the clip out. Go check it at Nick Van Exit. But uh, Kawhi was one of seven. Paul George, three of seven, like you said. Reggie Jackson, six of 12. That's a lot of missed threes, six. Uh, four of eight from Marcus Morris. And then the only other guy that took a three was uh, Batum, and he missed the one. So they just aren't taking enough, which is what the Clippers do. They they make their threes. They just don't take a lot of them. They make their free throws, but they don't, t- they don't take a lot of free throws. And so that came back to bite them. But they were, in the first half, all these open shots because when you're playing a zone, with especially with these two huge, yes. slow humans, they have to – you have to recover on so many different – so many different ways because the ball swings all the way around the, the court and you have one guy that's defending over here and he needs to go back all the way over there and then all of a sudden, you know, you have to help over there. Like, there's just so many times you, you saw it. It seems, and when the Warriors did this, when the Warriors were able to switch and play, you know, these kind of defenses, when the Raptors were able to play these kind of defenses, they have the guys that are able to, the athletes that are able to recover on these and the communication between everybody to know, all right, you stay on this man and you, if you're going to help over there, you commit to that and you stop and you close out there because I got this guy and also I got this guy over here. And they know that stuff. They trust each other. This Mavericks team, their defense is not prepared to do that. Right? No. <laughs> they are not prepared to defend like that. And so the Clippers were getting open threes. They were just missing them. And open jumpers, too, in that first uh, that first half. So coming up, let's get into some more about how the Mavericks pulled this off. How did they win this game? And uh, and what happened down the stretch? We'll get into it coming up, but we got to talk about Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to put down some money on sports. You can go there, BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code Lockdown, get a fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit. I'm not seeing odds at the moment for Mavs Clippers Game Six. There's a couple of uh, odds here. Lakers two point favorite over the Suns in Game. Uh, what is that? That's Game Six for them, right? Silver so, Silver Mended Call. <laughs> we'll see if there's going to be a game seven in that one, but the Suns, man, they're looking, they looked real good. Lakers just did not even show up in that game five. You're not the- ready for me on this podcast. <laughs> if, if the Suns put out the Lakers and then the Mavericks put out the Clippers, you're not ready for this energy. What will the NBA do if both LA teams are out in the first round? We'll need to check on Adam silver. Somebody took the power <laughs> away. Blazers minus five favorite over the Denver Nuggets. And that one's a pretty interesting one. That one could force a game seven as well. You have the uh, Brooklyn Nets, a four-point favorite in game one over Milwaukee. That one's not until June 5th. What is that, Saturday? I was going to say, that's tomorrow? <laughs> no, it's not until June 5th. But still, you can go get those odds right now at betonline.ag. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN. Get a 50% welcome bonus to first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into uh, how did the Mavericks pull this off? Like, at the end of the game, it I was bre- I was barely breathing the whole fourth quarter, it felt like, because the Mavericks go into the quarter. They got a really good run in the third, which I thought was just this huge, massive, like, like almost like if they didn't get that run in the third, they go on a 13-3 run at the end of the third. 
If they didn't get that run, I think they would have lost this game. And I think they would have lost game six, too. Because you just needed, like, we need a little boost of confidence to just show that we can take care of this team. We can win this game. And they got it with two fast break buckets in a row. They got that Dwight big offensive rebound and Tim Hardaway Jr. three that we talked about. And then the Tim Hardaway Jr. fast break alley-oop to Luca. Like, those four plays, back to back to back to back to back, were massive for the Mavericks to spark that 13-3 run, go into the fourth quarter with a uh, 14-point lead. Yeah, and I thought Dorian played incredible in that. Mm-hmm. You know, Dwight, like you said, played a huge role in that third quarter run. But I thought Dorian uh, played a big part in the third quarter. I thought he played a big part down the stretch. Yeah. I thought he's. I thought he played decent defense on Kawhi at times, yeah. especially. You on were the- calling for it, and I was. I was poo pooing it and saying that no, there's no that Kawhi didn't muscle Dorian in this game. I was. No. I was pretty surprised. He didn't take him to the block. He didn't try to muscle through him. It was really interesting. well. They doubled. And- they doubled a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so so that helped. He guarded him really well on the corner three that Kawhi just missed. Yeah. I mean, when you the think about when you think about Dorian's coverage on Kawhi, it's incredible, and it kind of reminds me of our coverage of the NBA Finals because today on the road to the finals, our NBA playoffs coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it, and at two point six carbs and ninety five calories, we could all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. But honestly, though, I I thought he had some huge possessions there. I mean, they had, what, four straight defensive possession, maybe three straight uh, there towards the end to where, you know, they stripped Paul George. They lost the ball a few times. The refs definitely let both teams play tonight. And yeah, both I, honestly, like we're not just complaining for the Mavs. The Mavs obviously got hacked and they didn't get calls, but I thought the Clippers did too. I thought Kawhi should have. Pro- well, how many free throws did he take? Six. He probably could have taken twelve free throws in this game. <laughs> I think three more times he could have got sent to the line for different things. It, this is setting up for a, I mean, an all-time free throw attempt game for Kawhi in Game Six. <laughs> that there's going to be a course correction on it, but but back to oh, I mean, Luca only took three. Like, let's not. <laughs> Yeah, Let's not undersell true. what happened to the Mavs either. But yeah, I'm, you're I'm talking the, the end of the game. Three minutes and six seconds left. This weird Paul George turnover. It kind of looked like he got fouled, but that goes on the other end, and Tim Hardaway Jr. hits a three. Then you Massive come back on the three. other end. Paul George turns the ball over again, and then you have the uh, the KP3 in the corner, and then Paul George misses a shot. And it's just like... Welcome to th- the party, KP. <sighs> He did too, but Paul George, I thought those three possessions in a row where he tried to take over two turnovers and then a missed shot, I thought were just absolutely huge for the Mavericks and playoff P, whatever you want to call Paul George, uh, it just didn't it didn't show up for him. But I don't think it was, it's not all on Paul George. No, I, mean, he, it's not. I, I thought he had a better game than Kawhi, especially down the stretch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kawhi finished with twenty points in this game. It's kind of an off game for him, but and but even like down the stretch there, you know. Off, that, hold on, I, I want to. I'm going to stop here. Off yeah. game, he shot like seventy percent from the field the last two games, and he shot thirty seven percent. He doesn't come back down to earth like yeah, kind of deal. Yeah, because he's been averaging thirty four a game, and he had you know he only had twenty in this game, and there's yeah. a lot of reasons to that, like we alluded to. But you know that last possession there when the Clippers had it, they threw it out to Terrence Mann. Like the shot clock was off. Like they could have just held that ball. Yeah. And just had Paul George, Kawhi, or anybody just hold it out there for the last shot. And I thought that was a, a dumb uh, like a dumb thing by Kawhi and Paul George on the floor. I thought it was dumb by Ty Lu just to push that ball and say, all right, let's do this. And man, you know, goes in and, and misses a shot and all of that. And or, you know, he missed it between then misses a shot too. And so, but I actually want to go back to the KP three. Yeah. Hats off for him for making that three because outside of that, 
did you do more for this win or he hit two corner threes and he hit one shot inside yeah the, the one dunk the, the one the one from the corner where he cuts in from the corner uh other than that like we were Man. a few we were a few shots going in or out away from having a much different conversation today and for not just us <laughs> Isn't <that> but, great? <laughs> at, but everyone about KP playing to finish the fourth quarter because that was definitely worrying me and that's I like I, I tweeted out and joked about it. like everybody talked about the Boban thing starting the game it's like all right this is fun but the thing we all care about is who's going to finish this game yeah. and the fact that KP came back in and he played the entire fourth, he definitely struggled on rotating and all. He caught the ball a few times. It's like he was scared, like he yeah. was scared to even shoot it. But for him to drain that three, I thought was massive. And in the words of Rick Carlisle after the game, that was the arguably the biggest shot of the whole year for the Mavericks. And to quote Christoph Porzingis, it won the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a huge shot. He said either it won the game or I won the game. It was kind Rick of Carlisle praised KP a lot. There was one player that he praised in his opening statement. Just one player, and that was Porzingis, of how patient he was in this game and how just his, he adjusted to the game and how he hit the biggest shot of the year. So it was, yeah. Two two best players on the Mavericks, Luka and KP. It, they came through towards the end. We'll, uh, we'll allow you to translate those comments however you'd like. We'll uh... But it was KP and, and Boban at the end, and then all of a sudden Dwight came in for for Boban when Boban got another foul, and then uh, and then Maxi came in for Dwight, and then Maxi came in for Dwight. So they, they finished big, and yeah, that's that's how they decided to finish the game. We were trying to figure out who was going to be on the floor, and then Richardson came in later, and when when they needed clutch free throws, and he hit two more clutch free throws. <laughs> this guy just comes off the bench and hits free throws. He like, he's a closer, man. That's all he yeah. just comes in. I think you Mariano tweeted it. You're like, hey, this makes the trade all worth it. <laughs> these, these clutch free throws in this game, and what was it, game three? Yeah. Uh, or game two? Like, just, man, these, <laughs> these ones every single time. Uh, what do you think about, like, the Mavericks had a 21-point lead in this game at one point. Or not a 21, but they had a 16-point lead in this game at one point hmm. at the beginning of the fourth quarter. And then that goes all the way down to, like, four. And then they get it back up to 10 with you know just a couple minutes left. What do you think about the, losing these leads? Are they just flirting with danger? Is it the yes. Clippers being so good or is it this Mavericks team just, you know, being resilient and and allowing not allowing them themselves to lose? No, they're just they're flirting with danger. <laughs> <laughs> I I think they're flirt they're flirting with danger. But I mean, it obviously helps when you have, you know, Luka and it feels like Luka can get to a spot whenever he wants to and I mean, the whole talk the entire game and you saw the tweets, it wasn't as bad as Lillard after the Nuggets game when everyone's like, ah, oh, Lillard has no help. Those those tweets were starting. And I'm like, man, if they don't win this game, it's going to be kind of the same thing of the Lillard yep. conversation. And it's kind of ironic that the two biggest shots of the game tonight were Tim Hardaway and Christoph Porzingis. And it's like, man, that those two guys hit two big big time shots there at the end. And I mean, you what can you give the fourth quarter stats for Luca? Yeah, I was literally just pulling them up. Uh, yeah, the fourth quarter stats for Luca. So t today in, in the game, he's one for eight from the field, two points, two assists. He was minus five, uh, with one turnover in this game, um, for the series, his fourth quarter stats are just very weird. Game one, the Mavericks won, by the way, I don't know if you guys remember that. That was like a year ago. One point for Luca in the fourth quarter game two. They won that game as well. Four points for Luca in the fourth quarter. 
Uh, we made a big point that Luka had scored five total points in the first two games when the Mavericks had won them. Game three, the Mavericks lose a close one. He scores 10 points in the fourth quarter. Game four, he's hurt. He only plays four minutes, but they lose that one. He scores zero points in game four. In game five, two points, like I just said. He's one of eight from the field. They win this game. What is this? What is this? Is this flirting with danger again? Is this just Luka getting tired? Is it conditioning? Is it the shots that the Clippers are allowing him to take? What is this with Luka? I honestly don't know. I mean, I think <laughs> I, I mean, I think the easiest thing would just be say like he plays so much throughout the game and he gives so much through three quarters that this is a fatigue type thing. Um, I mean, I guess that's the only answer you can throw. I mean, it's I mean, Kawhi was picking him up different times at the end of the like second quarter going into the, you know, at the end of the first half. So, it's not like oh, Kawhi doesn't guard him the whole game and then Kawhi just guards him in the fourth. It's it's not really that. Kawhi's checking him different times. So, um yeah, I mean, I, I'll just do the easy answer to say it's a fatigue thing. Yeah, it, it just it's it's very strange to me that they're winning these. They won three games, and he scored one. He scored one, four, and two points in the fourth quarter. The whole fourth quarter, which he plays the majority of the time. It's just it's absolutely wild to me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> nuts. Can the Mavericks get away with that in game six or se- six and or seven? I mean, you want to say no, right? But it's like. But they did. They, they did it. And this whole time, it's like, I mean, I I would love nothing more that I would love is for them to go into game six. And it's like the team, it's the, it's the surrounding cast win. It's the KP 25, Tim 21, Luca 22. Yet we have like three players over 20. Brunson has like 15. It's like the whole thing comes together in a game six win and they win by 15, 18. That would just be so much fun. But if, if one of those guys, you know, don't get to 20, like we might have to, it might be one of those games early that we have to call and say, well, this is going to be a 50 pointer for Luca. Like he's going to have to put up 50 for them to have a shot. And we'll see. It's what it feels like. It's one of those two routes, right? Like, Normally, it's one of those two. We'll play this a little bit more on Friday, but I want to play quickly before we go a uh, something or nothing. Something or nothing. Chris Porzingis, six shots in this game. That's it. In what context am I saying something or nothing? Is it something or nothing for the Mavericks? Are They're not setting it. Is it that he gets six shots because of what? They're not setting him up. He's not being aggressive enough. He's, you know. They're doing the that. best thing for them to win basketball games offensively right now. So that's something. Something or nothing. Dwight Powell played more than Maxi Kleba in this game. Oh, I didn't even realize that. 21 uh, and a half minutes to 19 minutes. Maxie shout out for Maxi for pushing Marcus Morris. That was a yes. cheap shot by Marcus Morris. That should have got reviewed yeah, more it than what it like. Anyway. Um, they gave him a flagrant. Yeah, that, that's true. I'm going to say no. That's nothing. That's nothing. Jalen Brunson played 10 minutes in this game five. That's something. It is something. Something for the Clippers. But if he plays 20 minutes a game against like Utah, if they you know move on or something, like that wouldn't surprise me either. He's Patrick Beverly in, in, for the Mavericks, right? Like he's effective, but there's certain matchups you just it's really hard to find minutes and play him. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Beverly, eleven seconds in this game, by the way. Oh, he played at the end. I got a something or nothing for you. Yeah. StatMuse put out this tweet saying there's been three games that Zubats has played over 18 minutes. All three of those games have been losses to the Mavericks in this series. Oh, something. Oh, <laughs> so, honestly, 
the big starting lineup is just to get Zubats back out there for the Mavericks and for yeah. Luca to be able to take advantage of him. I got a text tonight from somebody saying, I cannot believe Ty Lue has left Zubats in as long as he has. <laughs> Like, the thing is, though, they just get destroyed by Boban on the boards, and eventually they'll call fouls against the Clippers on, on Boban. But if they if they try to do that crap and not get foul call in Dallas, then <laughs> refs are gonna have to. I don't know. Something or nothing. Paul George plus seventeen in the game the Clippers lost. <laughs> he's been he's been good. I he's been good. He's been good in this series, and uh, yeah, I think he does deserve some credit for how good how well he's played. Yeah, I don't think they're losing because of him. I think it's no. it's Kawhi not stepping up in this game, and then it's the threes. Like they just didn't hit enough threes. Yeah, and they have no answer for for Luca at all. No, no, not at all. The answer for for the Mavericks for Kawhi was to just have a missed shot, <laughs> <laughs> and the trapping, like you said, the defense. Uh, Nick Batum plus eighteen. Nick Batum has had crazy plus minuses in this game in this in this whole series. Uh, I think Justin Russo fly by night, like tweeted out a bunch of them where it's like Luca's on and Batum is on Batum is still like plus 23 in this series or something like that. I'm messing up the numbers, but like Batum is a positive no matter what. Is that something or nothing? I think it's something. I think he plays really well for them. Rajon Rondo. Oh, for six in this game, oh, something or nothing. Hook that up to my veins. No, I think it's nothing. He could have an incredible game six. And I'm like, not shocked. Uh, Reggie Jackson. 12 threes. Wow. He hit, attempted. well, I mean, he hit six of them, right? Yeah, but still 12 threes attempted. Wild. That is wild. Uh, there you go. Lucas upped his average after this game for this series against Kawhi, Clippers, and everybody. He's averaging 35 points now, uh, eight rebounds, and I can't remember the assist. I don't have it in front of me. Nine and nine point four assists. Luca is second in uh, total points or, or points per game in the playoffs right now to to Lillard. <laughs> Lillard's thirty five point six. Luca's thirty five point zero. That's wild. That is wild. Luca's shooting forty three percent from three uh, this series. By the way, good for him. Good for him. All right, there you go. That's what we got. We will have more and a preview of Game 6 coming up on Friday. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Oh. I think it was just guys just staying aggressive. I mean, I was going out guns blazing no matter what, man. Uh, just trying to stay aggressive, uh, uh, leaving it all out there on the floor, um, defending, you know, Dodo, myself, all the guys that were out there down the stretch, did a good job trying to hold everything down. Um, you know, I mean, it's one game. One game. We know the job isn't finished yet. Uh, so we're just happy to come out of L.A. with a victory.